screen to see if I can monitor questions. What we're going to do today is uh, if you have questions, go ahead and put those in the question and answer box. Uh, we'll reserve the chat for a little later, but if you have specific questions, put those in the Q&A box if, if you can see that on your device. If you have comments, for sure, you can put those in the chat box. You want to try to keep this focus on the topic for today. Now, remember, this is not a session where I will be able to answer all of your questions. We want to keep it pretty focused on the topic for today. At the end, I'll do my best to answer as many questions as, as I can. Some answers I simply won't be able to give you because it's not going to be something that I can articulate in a few minutes or a few sentences. It's something that is probably contained in one of my courses, free or paid. So I'm not being rude if you ask me a question and I say, that's in one of my programs and it's a real extensive answer. I'll do my best to give you an answer, a few steps, things that can get you started. But just know that uh, these are things that I personally have been working on for decades. And definitely for the last several years, I've been creating video after video. I have probably thousands of videos now, hundreds on YouTube. And so some of these questions just can't be answered uh, in, a, in a short period of time. OK, so again, questions, put it in the question and answer box if you have comments feel free to put those in the chat box. Once this is over, I plan to send everyone who registered, right, who registered a copy where you can go ahead and uh, watch the video. And more than likely, I'll try to get you a link to an audio as well, because I know that some people like to listen. Uh, also, just wanted to say that I'm kind of getting over a little cold. So if, if I sound a little different, you know, a little nasally, please excuse that. But I Definitely wanted to do this webinar. Wanted to do it last week, but we had a major hurricane come through the area. Uh, thank God it was downgraded and it kind of passed us in a way. So wasn't able to do this last week. I'm really, really excited about doing it this week. So let me just check in over here once again, and then we're going to jump right in. Yeah, so someone asked, will this be recorded? Yes, it will. Uh, yes, it will. Okay, so if, if you guys can go ahead and just type in real quick where you're from, you know, your country, you can even put your city, your country and city, and also what you do for a living. It's, it's very helpful to me to know where people are from. We have people from literally all over the world who join these webinars. My coaching clients are from all around the world. We have students from all around the world in many, many different fields. And so it's really helpful for me to know who's attending the webinars and what you do for a living, because it helps me focus the content better. All right. So go ahead and type that into the chat box uh, where you're from. You can put your country, your city, if you like, and what you do for a living. OK. All right. So let's get started today. We're going to be talking about. Airflow plus. Free flow equals what? Smooth speech. Airflow plus free flow equals smooth speech. 
One of the reasons that this is so important is because you already know this if you're here today. Being able to speak smoothly is very important. There are some lots of benefits of being able to do this. Some are personal benefits and others are professional benefits. So let's talk about some of the professional benefits that you can receive from being able to speak smoothly. One such benefit is that people will want to listen to you. When you speak smoother, people will want to listen to you. They'll enjoy speaking to you and listening to you, right, and conversing with you. So when people enjoy listening to you and speaking with you, they'll be more likely to engage you, to listen to what you have to say, to take you more seriously and to act upon some of the things that you're saying. So you're in a meeting, you have a brilliant idea, you wanna express that idea, people will be more likely to wanna listen to you, right? Because you have a pleasant sounding voice, your speaking style is pleasant, and they'll be more likely to say, ah, that's a great idea, or let's take a look at that, or wow, thank you so much, let's talk about that. They'll be more likely to wanna take action, follow up, on what you have to say. People will take you seriously. So sometimes if a person is speaking in such a way that they're speaking really fast, they're speaking in a choppy way, their speech is not clear, their ideas are not clear, then people think, well, that person uh, isn't as intelligent as I thought. Or that person doesn't have their stuff together. They're not very competent. They might see that, wow, this person's a great worker, but uh, they're not a great communicator. Okay, so maybe they know you're competent in your job, but they might think it's not really a great communicator. So what that can do, doesn't always, because I've worked with many successful people who've gone through life uh, struggling with their speech, but they're still successful. But for many other people, their speech holds them back, it limits them, or they limit themselves, right? Because they avoid opportunities. They avoid leadership opportunities. They don't speak up at work. They don't speak up in meetings. They don't do presentations or they avoid them. And when they do them, they don't do them very well. So what this does is this limits, it slows down, it bottlenecks their progression, right? Their career success. And this is something that I'm sure no one really wants. But up until now, people have thought that there's nothing that they could do about it. Uh, some of you have tried other programs, you tried techniques, you've tried devices. I've worked with many people who've tried DAF device, debate auditory feedback. You've tried speech therapy and you've gotten temporary or you know, short-term results or moderate results. And we'll talk a little bit about why that happens as well, because that can happen with this program as well. Okay, you can get temporary and short term, or we'll tell you how to not do that, how to get long term, huge results. So benefits of being able to speak smoothly are huge in your professional life. They're also huge in your personal life, right? When you speak smoothly, you're able to engage in personal conversations, conversations with family. I have talked to people and work with people who haven't had good conversations with their parents, with their siblings for decades, right? And I'll tell you, there's no need for that now, right? You can have rich 
engaging, wonderful conversations with your family and friends. It's not going to be easy getting there, but it will take you a fraction of the time uh, to get there if you work on this than if you don't, right? So you'll have better relationships, better conversations on a personal level. You'll have a greater quality of life when you speak smoother. When you speak smoothly, clearly, and confidently, you'll have a better quality of life in your personal relationships. You'll have a better professional life. You will be able to accelerate your career and take your career to the next level. You'll be able to achieve the success that you know you're capable of achieving because you're very intelligent, right? If you're watching this, if you're here today, you're probably very intelligent. You probably have many wonderful goals and dreams. Some of you have actually stopped dreaming and stopped setting certain goals because of the limitation of your speech. You've probably said, well, I'd really like to do that, but I don't think I can because I'm going to have to speak. I did that, right? Changed careers, did certain things, didn't do certain things because of my speech. At the same time, I kept pushing, right? So I limit myself, but I would still do something. I'd still move ahead, still challenge myself. But it was still this constant struggle. So speaking smoothly has huge benefits both professionally and personally. Professionally, speaking smoothly can allow you to multiply your income by many, many times. I have helped people double their income. I've helped people get better jobs. I've helped people get their PhDs, get their degrees. I've helped people go out and earn $34,000 more than what they were already paying, okay? $10,000 more and so forth and so on. So there's also a financial return on being able to speak smoothly. I can recall that there was a period in my life, there was a time actually, uh, back in the late 90s, let's call it, where I literally felt like a big, wet, heavy black blanket being lifted from me. And I felt free to be able to say whatever I wanted to say. In fact, I said to myself, I said, wow, you are free now. You can do whatever you want to do. Your speech is not going to limit you anymore. Now, did that mean that I never had any more disfluencies? Absolutely not. I still have disfluencies now. But here's the thing. Everyone has disfluencies. Everyone's disfluent. So one of the expectations that I want you to get rid of, and I want you to set a new expectation, this program really has nothing to do with stuttering, believe it or not, right? Don't think about stuttering, right? Don't think about stuttering. Focus on speaking well. Focus on becoming an amazing speaker. Stop thinking about stuttering. Focus on becoming an amazing speaker. Because if you do that, becoming and being an amazing speaker, an awesome speaker, an excellent speaker, has nothing to do with being disfluent. You can be disfluent sometime. That is, you can get stuck. You can stumble over your words, right? And still be an amazing speaker. There are, in fact, almost every amazing speaker. In fact, every amazing speaker is disfluent sometime. So if you're shooting for 100%, I'm going to be fluent 100%, I'm never going to get stuck, then you're going to be disappointed really quick. You may go through some days or some weeks, maybe even months, where you're super fluent, and then all of a sudden, you hit a wall, you hit a dip, and you're, oh, okay, I knew this wasn't going to work. 
I knew this was too good to be true. And then you get frustrated. Then you start to doubt. Then you get frustrated. Then you get discouraged. Then you get distracted. And then you start regressing. Doesn't have to be like that. You set realistic expectations. This is about developing a skill and developing new habits, skills and habits leading you towards smooth, clear, confident speech. And as you progressively move towards that, what happens to stuttering? What happens to the low confidence? What happens to unclear speech? Well, it diminishes. It diminishes. As you move towards this goal, you move away from this goal. So you don't want to focus on trying to get rid of stuttering. Stop stuttering. I, just, I stutter on this word. I stutter on this. You don't want to focus on any of that. You want to focus on how can I speak smoother? How can I speak more clearly? How can I project and feel and speak more confidently? If you focus on that, then all of the other stuff takes care of itself. That's why in a little book that I wrote, and I said, don't try to stop stuttering, replace it. You're replacing it. And the science backs that up. So today, what I want to do is I want to really focus on three things, three things. And towards the end, I'll go ahead and I'll take a look at some of your questions and comments. Okay. So we're going to look at an exercise that you can do, and you'll understand the exercise from the name of the, the title of this webinar, right? Airflow plus free flow equals smooth speech. So I'm going to give you an exercise that you can begin to work on immediately to help smooth out your speech. And the, and the name of the exercise, some of you have already heard about it, but I'm going to be adding something to it. It's called the free flow speaking exercise. Now, I want you to know that all of the techniques, the strategies, the skills that I'm teaching you today are the same things that I teach in my paid course, the same things that I work on with my private clients. So someone might say, well, why would I want to buy the course? Why would I want to work with you personally? There are some very good reasons for that. We'll talk about that later. But these are techniques that you can use. They do work. They've been tested by thousands of people, hundreds of people that I've worked with personally, and they work. They work. Free flow speaking. There's essentially four phases of it. I'll demonstrate them. And I've added another phase, okay, that you probably haven't heard about. And I'll demonstrate that for you. And I want you to practice these phases or combinations, right? You can practice one or two of the phases, but initially I'd advise you to practice all of the phases every single day, multiple times a day. One of my coaching clients actually practices this multiple times a day, okay? Free flow speaking exercise. What's the purpose of it? What is it and what's the purpose of it? It's an exercise to help you develop free flowing speech. What do we mean by free flowing speech? Well, listen to the way I'm speaking now. It's flowing. It has a flow. It has a rhythm to it, right? Has a flow to it. It's not starting and stopping, starting and stop, stopping. It's not, not blocking, not getting stuck while I'm speaking. So obviously you can identify with not being able to get air when you get started. You want to ask a question. You want to make a comment. You can't get the air, right? You are what they call blocking. 
or while you're speaking, a word comes up that has a letter that you get stuck on. I like to use the word, the phrase get stuck as opposed to blocking. Talk about that later. But so you get stuck on this word or you anticipate a word. You see a word coming. It's a word that you have to use in your job. It could be your own name. And so as you anticipate saying your name, as you anticipate this word, all of a sudden you get stuck. Okay. You block. So how can we speak in such a way where we don't get stuck, where we can get started easier, where we can continue to flow through those difficult words? And in fact, at some point, those words are no longer difficult for us. Well, one exercise that you can practice immediately is called the free flow speaking exercise to help you create greater airflow, airflow, to help you create greater airflow. So five phases. Here's the first phase. The first phase is to take a super deep breath through your nose, super deep breath through your nose, and to speak on the exhalation until you run out of air. Remember, this is an exercise. This is not how you speak every day. So in other words, I'll demonstrate the exercise, and then I'll show you that hey, you don't want to do this in everyday speech, but, but, but it's an exercise. So let's demonstrate, then we'll talk about it a little more. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to speak while I'm exhaling, and I'm going to talk about random things, right? Just whatever comes to my mind, I'm going to talk about. And it could be about specific subjects, but I'm not thinking of anything, right? So there's a key here. Do not think about what you want to say. Take the deep breath and just start speaking. Your focus, your attention should be on maintaining airflow. I want to write that down for you now. So in this first phase, right, first phase, the focus should be on maintaining, oops, maintaining airflow, maintaining airflow, okay? So you want to focus on maintaining airflow. Here's what it looks like. Okay, so in this particular phase of the exercise, I'm going to be speaking a little faster because this is phase one of the free flow speaking exercise, and I'm not really thinking about what I want to say, and I am speaking faster, but my focus is on maintaining airflow, and I can talk about random things until I run out of air, and I'm about to run out of air now. Okay, so it's a lot of fun. That's the exercise. Phase one, the focus is on maintaining airflow. I'm speaking fast, right? And all that I want to do is continue talking. I don't want to stop. I don't want to think about words. I don't want to think about subjects. I don't want to say, oh, okay, what do I say next? I just want to keep speaking. Now, know that some of you speak multiple languages. So it might be kind of hard, for example, if English is not your first language, it might be a little harder for you to find the words in this exercise, but it will help you actually develop greater fluency practicing this exercise. So you can practice in both languages, in your language and in English. If you use English on a regular basis, then you want to practice more in English because that's the language that you want to develop, right? That you want to strengthen. So this might be a little more challenging for you. And that's why the second phase of this can work better for you. So the first phase, the characteristics of the first phase is this. You don't want to think about what you're going to say. 
You do not want to think about what you're going to say. That will stop you. You want to take a super deep breath through your nose, fill up your diaphragm, fill up your lungs, fill up your chest, fill up everything, right? Fill it all up. And then you speak on the exhalation. You don't let the air out and then speak. You don't let out huge amounts of air while you're speaking. You let the air out slowly while you're speaking like a balloon. You know how you, you blow up a balloon and then you squeeze and you just let the air out a little. And then as the air is coming out, your, your words are riding the air. Okay. So that's phase one. Let's talk about phase two. Phase two the focus is on going slower, but maintaining airflow, right? You go slower, you maintain airflow, all right? Now, in phase two, you can think about a topic if you like, or you can do random. It doesn't really matter, okay? So what we're going to do is I'm going to do phase two, and I'm not going to think about a topic. I might talk about the same thing. Or I might talk about something different, but I'm going to go slower, okay? So here's phase two. I'm going to take a deep breath, super deep breath. Okay, so in phase two, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be speaking much slower. And this can be very helpful for those of you who English is a second language. And if you notice, I'm not thinking about what I want to say, but I am talking about something very specific and I'm about to run out of air. Okay, so in the second phase, you won't be able to say as much, right, because you're speaking slower. The focus again, is on maintaining airflow, but this would be your slow phase, right? So this is slow. The first was fast, the second is slow. You're still gonna focus on maintaining airflow, okay? Maintaining airflow. Now, in the third phase, you wanna focus on a specific topic. You wanna focus on a topic, okay? And you wanna go relatively slow. That's in phase three, okay? But still, you wanna maintain airflow. So you don't want to think about what you're gonna say. You just pick a topic. So let me pick a topic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a topic of what I'm going to do today, okay? What I'm going to do today, what I've already done and what I'm going to do today. That's gonna to be my topic, but I'm not gonna plan out what I'm going to say. Notice you're gonna hear me say, don't think about what you're gonna say. Don't plan out. And if you have a subject or an idea, don't plan out the words. There's a reason for that. So what is my focus? When I'm doing the free flow speaking exercise, there is one thing that I am focused on above everything else. Type that into the chat box for me. Okay. Type into the chat box the one thing that you want to focus on the most. The topic. Okay. Someone said topic. Uh, you want to, okay, in this, in the third phase, you want to think about the topic, but you actually don't want to focus on the topic, but you do want to think about the topic. But there's one thing you want to focus on the most in this exercise. We've maintaining airflow. Exactly. Rhythm. Yes. Rhythm. Specifically, we're talking about airflow, but rhythm. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. You want to focus on maintaining airflow in all of the phases that we talk about. So now let's do phase three. Phase three is slow, 
with a specific topic, with a specific topic, okay? So you don't want to think about what you're going to say about that topic. You just want to think about a topic, but you want to focus on airflow and you want to go slow, all right? That's different from the first phase where you go fast and you're not thinking about a topic, you're not thinking about everything, but you're focused on airflow. The second phase, you're not thinking about a topic, or you could if you wanted, but let's just say you don't, but you're going slower and you're focusing on airflow. In the third phase, you're going slow and you are thinking about a specific topic. You're still taking a deep breath. Okay, let's give that a try. So I'm going to talk about what I'm going to do today, what I've done and what I'm going to do. Okay, so I just took a really super deep breath and I'm going to talk about what I did today and what I'm going to do today. So the first thing that I did today is I thought about the webinar and I got up and I prepared for the webinar. And right now I'm doing the webinar. And then after the webinar, I'm going to be sending out some emails and I'm about out of breath now. So I started out a little fast and I caught myself. I said, oh, I'm supposed to be going slow. So I slowed down. So this one is supposed to be slow. So let me try that again. Okay, so this time I'm starting slower and I'm going to talk about the subject of what I'm going to do today. So what am I going to do today? Today, I am going to focus on doing the webinar. In fact, I'm doing the webinar. I'm here with all of you wonderful people right now. And then after that, I'll send out some emails. Okay, so in this phase, you don't have to go super slow, but you want to go slow enough so that you can stream your thoughts and stream your thoughts. What do I mean by streaming your thoughts? Now, this has been tested. People have told me this time after time. When they slow their speech down, they're able to think more clearly. The words just begin to come. When you're speaking real fast, when you have a cluttered mind and you're speaking real fast, all of a sudden you can easily lose your train of thought. You can become more anxious and become more nervous. If you're anxious or nervous, which we all get anxious and nervous sometime, right? Slowing down your speech, we're not talking about dragging it out, but just slowing it down can allow you to feel more relaxed, to be in the greater control and to speak smoother and to speak more clearly. Often, people will tell you they didn't even know you were nervous because you took your time. Just had someone tell me that this past week, and I've heard this many, many times. Many, I've experienced it myself, slowing down your speech. So third phase, specific topic, slowing down. You don't have to drag it. Now, there is a part of this exercise where you can go even slower. You can go super slow to work on uh, your ability to control your speech, to feel the airflow. So that might look something like this. So now I'm going to go super, super slow and feel the airflow while I'm speaking. And for sure, I will not be able to say as much because I'm out of air. That was super, super slow. So you can take this phase or even this phase and go super, super slow. Super slow or super, super slow, right? So there's slow, there's super slow, and there's super, super slow to really help you feel your speech, right? All right, three phases. Let's talk about the fourth phase. Fourth phase, phase four. Phase four is we're going to go slow, but we're going to do three phrases 
normal breathing. Normal breathing. Okay. And we got one more phase after this. It's one that I just added recently. So the fourth phase is going slow. We're going to take kind of a normal breath, right? And we're going to focus on a topic, but we're going to do it in three distinct phrases. So let me show you what that looks like, what it sounds like. So what I'm going to do now is speak my first phrase and then pause. Then I'm going to take kind of a normal breath and say a second phrase. And then I paused and I took a little breath and now I'm completing my third phase phrase. Okay. So what I did is I took a little breath, right? A normal breath, maybe slightly more than normal. It could be normal or slightly more. And I said a phrase. It could be a long or short phrase. You don't want to say super short phrases like one or two words, right? You don't have to be super long. But I said a phrase. Then I paused and I took a breath. Think of it like a wave. I took a breath and I continued speaking my second phrase. I took a pause, took a breath, and said my third phrase. Let me try that again. Okay, so this is my first phrase that I'm speaking with just normal air. Now, if you notice, I just took a pause, and now I'm also saying my second phrase. And if you just notice, I paused again, and this is my third and final phrase. Okay? And you can do that. You don't have to stop at three phrases. You can do four phrases or five phrases, right? But we just start with three phrases. What this does is this helps you develop a rhythmic style of speaking, where you're speaking a continuous phrase maintaining airflow, what's the title of this webinar, airflow plus free flow, this exercise equals smooth speech. We need airflow in any language, right? In any language that's spoken, you need to have sufficient and positive airflow. This free flow speaking exercise helps you develop smooth, consistent, constant airflow. So in this phase, what you're doing is you're literally mimicking normal speech where you're speaking. First, you have to have air, taking in a little air, and you are speaking a phrase, but you're maintaining airflow. So you're focused on maintaining airflow while you speak. Now, I'm going to give you a technique next to help you, right? This is kind of like a micro technique to help you maintain airflow, but this is one. So then got the first phrase, take a breath, say a phrase, maintain airflow. We can think about a topic, right? But not the words, just the topic. So let yourself speak. Take a pause, take some air in, continue speaking another phrase, which could be longer or shorter. Take a pause, take some air and say a final phrase, okay? Practice this each and every day, multiple times a day. Phase five, phase five. Phase five is what we call free flow conversations, conversations, okay? Free flow conversations. So here's what you can do in phase five. So here you just take normal breaths and you practice having conversations that you would have on a daily basis while at work while at home. So in your personal and your professional life, what are some of the conversations you have? 
I work with many doctors. I work with many PhDs. I work with nurses, actually. I work with uh, IT professionals, huge amount of IT professionals. What are some of the conversations that you have at work and at home? Practice those by yourself. So practice saying, okay, Mr. Johnson or Mr. Diwali, thank you for coming in today. How can I help you? Or practice a conversation like, all right, so today what I'd like to do is I would like to share with you, or today I'd like to present my report, my status update. Uh, Here's what's going on. I've had uh, three issues that I've had to deal with, and here's how I dealt with these issues. Here's the first issue. Number one, so you just practice, right? Just practice whatever you might say in a status update. You practice having a conversation. Say, hey, so how are you doing today? Oh, wonderful. Great, great. Yeah. So what did you do this weekend? Oh, wow. Where did you go? Oh, yeah. No, I haven't been there yet. Okay, right. right. So you just practice having natural conversations by yourself, okay? You can practice a status update. You can practice a presentation. You can practice a client consultation, right? A patient consultation. Whatever you want to practice, you practice it by yourself using free flow conversations. So you take normal breath and you just practice speaking. You just practice speaking. What's your focus? What's your number one focus? maintaining airflow. Do not think about the words. Don't even think about what you're going to say. You have a topic, you have something that you want to communicate, then you simply put that in your mind. You have an intention. I want to talk about uh, my update for today. So you obviously, you know what you did. You jot down some notes and then you just focus on communicating that topic. You don't think about the words. Okay. I know some of you may say, well, how do you, how do you do that? It's what we call speaking without thinking or speaking while thinking. Okay? I'm doing it now. I'm not thinking about the words that I'm using. I know what I want to say. I've gone over it in my head. I've practiced it. I've rehearsed it. I didn't memorize it, but I know what I want to say. So I don't have to think about the words. I have a command of the English language. So the words are back there. I trust that the right words will come out the right time. I'm speaking in a smooth and rhythmic manner, which allows me to be relaxed, which allows my prefrontal cortex to go in and grab the words that it needs to grab, to bring them in at the right time, to deliver and to articulate the right things at the right time. So I trust my brain, my thinking brain, as well as my subconscious to communicate to you what it needs to communicate. You have to trust yourself, right? You have to develop that skill. Many of you have been used to, though, thinking about everything that you say and anticipating and scanning ahead and, oh, I can't say that word, so I have to do this. This free flow speaking exercise will retrain your brain to speak with greater flow so that you can actually speak without thinking and say exactly what you want to say or speak while you think in case you have to think about, okay, what do I want to say about this? How do I want to respond here? So that, but even then, you don't think about the words, you just think about the idea, the message that you want to get across. And even at a higher level, as you're communicating the words, the idea, right, the message, not the words, but as you're communicating the idea, you're focused on the person that you're communicating with. How is this impacting them? There's something that we call Vic. We won't get into that today, but I'll tell you what it is. Vic, you always think about Vic, value, impact, clarity, 
right? Is what I'm saying valuable? Does it have value? How is it impacting the person? Are they listening? Is it impacting them positively? Are they getting it? And in clarity, is it clear? Can they understand what I'm saying? Is it structured clearly, right? Can they follow it? So you think about those two things, those three things, which means you're not thinking about getting stuck and avoiding, and I hope I don't stutter and all that stuff. If you think about that, you are going to get stuck. You probably are going to stutter, right? So four phases. Now, let's talk about one technique that can help you do this. And some of you have already heard me talk about this. I'm just going to write this down at the bottom of the page. Probably have to flip over here uh, too. So the one technique is extending, extending, and blending. Extending and blending. Extending and blending. Okay. We're specifically going to talk a little more about the blending part to help you maintain airflow. So when you are speaking, when you're speaking, when you're practicing, initially, this exercise might be a little difficult. I've seen people when they start out, they have a hard time, even though they speak English, they have a command of the English language. When they start out, it's difficult for them to speak without thinking, right? And so you have to train yourself. You just have to keep practicing. You can do it. You can do it. When you extend your words, it means you're stretching your words. You're elongating. That's another word that you, I don't like that word. Elongating, stretching. I don't like that word. I like extending, expanding your word, right? You're expanding. You're extending a word out a little bit. Many, many people have said that when they extend their words, they have greater control. They feel more relaxed and makes their speech smoother. What's the opposite of extending? Well, it's shortening, right? Shortening and it's cutting off the words. So when a person speaks really fast and they compress their words and often cut them off, it makes their speech sound what? Choppy. It makes it sound choppy. So therefore, it's a little more difficult to listen to them. And sometimes you can't understand them. So I've had people come to me. And they've said that people are constantly asking them to repeat themselves, right? And then after a couple of weeks, a few weeks, they say, no one's asking me to repeat myself. One of the things we focus on is having them slow down. How? By extending their words more, extending their words more. This doesn't mean extending your words like this. Some people, some treatment programs actually teach that. That sounds weird, right? We're talking about extending your words naturally. I do it all the time. I have control over my speech where if I want to, I can speak slower and I can speak faster, right? So what we are shooting for really is dynamic speech. Dynamic speech was fast and slow. It's a combination of fast and slow, not super fast where people can understand you, but about the rate that I'm speaking now, which is a little fast. But you'll also hear me speaking slower, slowing things down. Okay. So it's fast and it's slow. Like I'm speaking now, I'm speaking slower. And then sometimes you'll hear me speed it up, right? So when you extend your words, you don't extend every single word and you don't extend every word to the same degree. That would sound monotonous. Here's what it would sound like if I extended every word the same way. If I extended every word the same way, it would sound really freaking weird. Okay, so you don't want to do that, right? So 
what you want to do is extend certain words that you want to highlight the same way that I just did right there, right? So you saw me extending, I emphasize, which is something that we get in, into our course, but right now we're focusing on extent. So you saw me extend certain words that I wanted to highlight. How do you know which words? You just kind of get a feel for it, right? As you're speaking, you just extend. Sometimes it's the last word in the phrase. Sometimes it's a word that's important, like important. So did you see the way I said important? So I extended that word a little bit. I didn't important. I just said important. I didn't say important. Important. It's a word that's important. It's a word that's important. So I extended it a little bit. So you just extend certain words. You'll get a feel for it when you practice it. How do you know it's worse? A modeling practice can help you. When you practice speaking like someone else, you'll naturally pick up their rhythm and their style as opposed to trying to figure it out on your own. Some things you do have to figure out, but modeling can get you started. It can get you there. All right. So extending and blending. We just talked about extending your words. You can practice extending your words, especially in phase and phases two through four, two, three, and four, you can practice free flow speaking and you can practice specifically, discreetly, extending your words, extending more of your words. So in some of these practices, you extend almost every word and then maybe you go just a little fast. So when you're going super, super slow, you're extending almost every word. If you're going super slow, you're extending almost every word and you're going slow extending more words, but not every word. And when you're going regular speed, you're extending some of your words, okay? So learn, practice extending some of your words, more of your words than maybe what you are doing now. This helps with clarity. This helps with articulation, right? This isn't the only way to articulate. There are other uh, characteristics and skills you can learn to articulate that we won't talk about today, that we do talk about in coaching and in the course, we won't talk about those today, but one of them is extending your words a little more. Makes you feel more relaxed, gives you greater, greater control when you extend more of your words, just like I just did, just like I just did. I extended a lot of those words, okay? Because I wanted to highlight, I wanted to slow that down. I really wanted you to get that. So I extended more of those words and it probably sounded very natural, very natural. Notice how I extended that word. Okay. Now, let's talk about blending, and both of these things can go together. When you blend your words, you're linking your words, right? You're linking them together, and this can help you maintain airflow. So, what do I mean when I say blending my words? Well, let me see if I can now flip this back. But so, when you blend your words, I'm going to just draw something like this. And this one would represent this would represent someone who's not blending their words. So as you can see, we have gaps between our words, right? And this represents a, a wave, perhaps even a, a speech, a speech wave, right? where one's inflecting up and they're inflecting down and they're inflecting up and they're coming down and they're inflecting up and they're coming down and then they're going down and they're coming up, right? So it's a speech wave, it's a sound wave. And here we see these gaps, 
So this would sound like that, right? It would sound something like that. So what's going on there? What we're seeing is that there are gaps between my words, right? Between my words, there are gaps between my words. And so the more gaps you have between the words, the more likely, the more opportunity you give yourself to get stuck. When you're not maintaining airflow, there's more opportunities for you to get stuck on those words that you feel like you get stuck on. When you're maintaining airflow, there's no opportunity to get stuck. There's a very specific technique that we use called airflow linking. It's a very specific technique. Sometimes we use it to describe just speaking while maintaining airflow, but really it's a specific technique that you can use when you feel like you're going to get stuck. We won't go into that today, but this is essentially it. So let me describe how you can blend your words and what it looks like so that you don't get stuck, right? And the blending of your words is essentially the airflow linking technique. So instead of it looking like this with these gaps, right? These are gaps right here. And these gaps allow you to get stuck. So let's say this word starts with a letter that you often get stuck on. Well, as soon as you stop here, your brain says, oh, here's a word we're going to get stuck on. So your brain often stops you here, then you get stuck. So here's how this would look. Right? Something like that. Okay. So what's going on here? Notice there's no gaps. There's no gaps, right? There's no gaps here. There's no gaps between the words, okay? There's simply a continuous airflow, right? There's continuous airflow. So how do you blend your words? Well, let's look at an example. Uh, if I were to type something like, how do you blend your words? In fact, let me just write that down for you. So normally we would write it like this. How do you blend your words, right? If I were to blend this, then it would look like this. How do you blend your words? Okay, now what's the difference there? Type into the chat box here what you think the difference is. Okay, type into the chat box if, if you can see this. One has spaces uh, or gaps between the words, right? The way that we wrote, the way that we would normally write it. The other one has no gaps or spaces. Okay, so what's the difference there? What's the difference in the way it's supposed to sound, right? So you see one has spaces, one doesn't. That's the difference. But how would this sound? How would this sound? How would this sound? How would this one sound? Let's give you a second. Speaking. Okay, continue speaking. Mm -hmm. One big word. One big word in the second one. Excellent, excellent. Second is being said as one word, smoother, pauses without breathing. All right, all right, very good. Very, very good, very good. Yeah, so this is like one big word. Exactly, it's like one big word. It's a phrase, right? It's one big word. So how do you blend your words? 
how do you blend your words? How do you blend your words? How do you blend your words, right? So I'm not stopping. It's like one breath. I'm focusing on maintaining airflow while I'm speaking. So you'd write it like this and you'd say it like that. How do you blend your words? Whereas this one is how do you blend your words? How do you blend your so if I if I had a problem with any of these words and I could get stuck right because I'm stopping I'm, I'm allowing myself to stop when you blend your words what you're doing is you're you're linking them together you're blending them together tightly so that there's no air in between there's no pausing in between the words right there's no there's no air coming in right here you're maintaining airflow but you're not stopping to give yourself time to get stuck does that make sense? So you want to practice speaking more like this. You say a phrase, like we did in the free flow speaking exercise. You say three, four, or five phrases, and you make sure you blend your words throughout that entire phrase. You don't let yourself stop. You don't think about what you're going to say, because if you start thinking about the words, then you see a word coming, your brain stops you. It breaks the airflow. Don't think about the words. Just think about the idea. Think about the message and focus we're going to talk about this in just a minute. Focus on maintaining airflow, right? If you focus on maintaining airflow and you focus on blending your words, how do you blend your words, right? Then the result will be smoother speech. So as you say more and more phrases, right, more and more discrete, continuous phrases, right, like they're one word, like these are huge words, then what happens is your speech is smoother and there's less blockage, there's less blocking, there's less getting stuck. Does that make sense? Okay. This really, really works. This is stuff that you can start practicing right now using these exercises, right? Gave the exercise the technique extending and blending so you can extend and blend your words like I just did. And you can practice it, especially in these uh, one, two, three, four phases. You can also practice it in this one, right? But the extending is a slower version, so you can practice it there. Okay. So that all makes sense. Great. Non-stop speaking, continuous airflow, choppy versus smooth, pauses without breathing. Absolutely. Now, we're not saying, I know someone said non-stop speaking, and I know exactly what you're saying. But what I hope, what I hope you didn't hear is that I want you to just keep talking and talking when you're with someone else. You just keep talking. You're like, okay, Michael Williams told me to speak with uh, free flow, and that means I'm just going to keep talking to you, and I'm going to continue talking and not give you a chance to speak, right? So we're not saying that. We're not saying the just keep talking ad nauseum. What we're saying is that when you're speaking, you focus on maintaining airflow. You extend and blend your words. You extend more of your words. Not every word. You extend more of your words, and you blend those words as well. Initially, it may be challenging, but trust me, you can rewire your brain to do this. And how do you rewire your brain to maintain airflow? to extend and blend. Well, one of the key ways is to practice this free flow speaking exercise, all five phases. 
these two are the two that mimic natural, normal speech. Okay, let's go ahead and get to uh, this third one here, which is focus. What do we focus on? What do you focus on while you're speaking so that you don't anticipate? If you go back and read the description of the webinar, I told you I would talk about three things. One of them was what to focus on while you're speaking so you don't anticipate, you don't get stuck, so forth. What do you focus on? What do you think? Well, you focus on a singular skill, a singular technique. When you're speaking, so I'm going to give you an assignment. When you're speaking, focus on a singular skill, a singular technique. Even if you are modeling, you can take the skills that you learn, inflecting, extending, blending, emphasizing, over-articulating, hand gestures, whatever it is. You take one thing that helps you the most. This comes from the 80-20 rule. There might be one or two things that give you 80 to 90% of your results. I've seen this pattern in all of my clients. There's one or two skills that give you most of your results. And for many people, it's, it has something to do with slowing down, has something to do with extending and blending and so forth. All right. So you take and you focus on one skill. But even if you're modeling, you're doing all the skills but you pull out one and for a period of one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you focus singularly on that one skill, single-mindedly on that one skill in every conversation. You focus on one skill in every conversation. So you go out and you create conversations. Uh, you have conversations with family. Got to do this with family, with friends, with coworkers, right? With colleagues. Whenever you're speaking to them, it's practice time. Every time you open your mouth, it's practice time. You can't try to just use these techniques when you're under pressure. They either won't work or they'll, they'll work inconsistently. So, oh, Michael Williams gave me some techniques and it worked the other day, but then it stopped working. Well, the reason it stopped working is because you weren't you practicing them and using them all the time. Well, someone says, well, I try, but I keep forgetting. Well, that happens to everyone, right? When you're learning something that you try, then you forget the next second. And then as soon as you remember, oh, man, I just, I was supposed to be practicing this. Then start practicing it right then. You may have to do that 20 times in a conversation. One client said he had to remind himself 20 times in a conversation, a 10 minute conversation <coughs> to focus on a specific skill that he was working on. Well, guess what? You're not going to have to remind yourself 20 times every time you speak. The more you remind yourself, the more that skill becomes a habit. The more aware you're going to become, the easier it's going to get. But if you don't remind yourself to use it every time you speak, then you'll constantly be struggling and your results will be inconsistent, right, if present at all. So you want to focus when you're speaking in every conversation with every person on that one skill, one or two skills, right? Probably don't want to do many more than that. You focus on it. And what you'll see is that you'll start. In fact, one client just told me this the day before yesterday. He said that he could see a dramatic improvement in his speech from week to week. He takes one skill, he focuses on it. And on Monday, when he starts out, he's not that great. But Friday's like, wow, it's a huge difference. So from week to week, you can see a huge, dramatic improvement 
in your speech when you just focus on one or two skills for that week. And then the next week, you might focus on that same skill for at least three or four weeks or for as long as you need to. That makes sense. Okay. So you focus. So when you focus on that one skill, it does a couple of things. Number one, it takes the focus off of yourself in a sense. You're not focusing on, I hope I don't stutter on this word. I hope I don't get stuck on my name. I hope I don't get stuck on this word that I have to say. Oh, I want to make sure that I that I speak well and, and I just hope I don't get stuck, right? And oh, I just got stuck over here and I hope I don't get stuck again. Okay. When you're focused, your mind can only focus on one thing at a time, right? It can it can look like it's focusing on multiple things at the same time, but it's really not. It's focusing on this, then it's focusing on that, then it's focusing on this. It's only focusing on one thing at a time. So when you focus on how you want to speak, meaning you focus on, for example, extending and blending, you focus on maintaining airflow while you're speaking, then you can't simultaneously be thinking about and focused on not getting stuck. I hope I don't stutter. I hope this doesn't happen. Right? If you think about that, you're going to get that. If you think about speaking smoothly, maintaining airflow, you're going to progressively get that. Does that make sense? So when you're speaking, you focus on this. How many times do you do that? Well, every time you speak, you have to practice focusing on this. What you'll find is that your speech will start getting smoother and smoother as you focus on maintaining airflow in every single conversation. Then as you put yourself in higher and higher pressure situations and you focus on this one thing, you'll find that your ability to implement it increases your capacity and your ability to speak smoother in those situations will increase and improve. So this isn't something that you just do once and that's it. You try it a couple of times or you only do it in higher pressure. You only do it at work, but you don't do it with your friends and family. One of the things that happens, and then we'll wrap up and I'll take some questions. One of the things that happens is people feel weird doing it with family and friends. Family and friends might say, why are you speaking like that? And you tell I'm, I'm working on my speech. And it will feel strange to you. And it may feel and sound a little strange to them. But guess what? You'll get used to it and they'll get used to it. What's happening is your, your brain and their brain is seeing a difference. And that difference, that change makes everyone feel a little uncomfortable, right? It's taking you out of your homeostasis, out of your comfort zone. And so then you feel uncomfortable and you want to pull yourself back or they want to pull you back into a comfort zone. What's comfortable for them? You have to resist that. You have to resist it and you have to do it anyway, despite what you feel, what you think, what they, in fact, if people are saying that to you, and if you're feeling that, that's good. That means that you're actually doing something, okay? That means there's actual change. So all of these things are techniques and strategies that are taught in a comprehensive system in the self-study. You'll, you can go to my website, pro90d.com, and you can look under, if you're on your mobile device, there's a little box, you click on the box, and there's a link there to check out the self-study. So it's a comprehensive, comprehensive. So you can watch these videos and use these techniques, but if you want a comprehensive system, then you want to get into the self-study. If you're a professional and you have to do presentations, then you want the ultimate version because there's a whole section in there 
on presentations. Plus you get my passive learning program, which is huge. Some people just use that. Now, those of you who are professionals and you want to accelerate your progress, right? You want to accelerate your success uh, or you've been a self-study student and you've seen that your results with this program or whatever program has been inconsistent. There are some reasons for that. The huge reason is lack of accountability. We all get distracted. We all get discouraged. You're changing your brain. You're changing the way you speak. You're changing the way you think. That's not easy. You're going to get discouraged. Everyone does, right, through this journey. So if you want to accelerate the progress, the process, meaning you, I've seen it take people 10 times longer working on their own than working with me as their coach. So they can get to the same place in three months that it would take them two and three years to get to by themselves. I've seen it year after year. So if you want to accelerate your progress, you're going to want to set up an assessment session with me and talk to me about how we can work together to help you uh, accelerate your career, to help you move forward both in your professional and your personal life, right? So what happens is you're going to need accountability to hold you on track. You're going to need evaluation and feedback. How do you know if what you're doing is right if you're working on your own? You're going to need encouragement because you're going to get discouraged. My coaching clients often get discouraged and they want to quit, but they don't. Why? They've paid their money. They've invested their money in their time, so they don't quit. And what they find is as I, as I guide them and walk with them through this process, they go, oh, okay, now I'm, well, yeah, now I'm starting to see it, right? And so I keep them encouraged. Now, I can't make them, but I try to keep them encouraged all throughout. And so now they start to see the successes, and they're like, oh, wow, okay. So why? Because they made a commitment. If you didn't pay any money, or if you're working on your own, then often people get discouraged and quit. I'm not telling you not to buy the self-study that it doesn't work. It absolutely works. Everything is in there. But if you want to get there faster, then you're going to want to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. That's it, right? Greater accountability, evaluation and feedback. I've worked with hundreds of clients. That may not sound like a lot, but I spend a lot of time with my clients. Hundreds of clients is a lot. That's hundreds, if not thousands of hours over the last, this is all I do is I work with clients. This is in part-time. I work with clients, right? So this is something that I've been able to see patterns. I can look at you and listen to you and in a couple of minutes tell you exactly what we need to focus on at 20%. So this will help accelerate your progress. So you have a choice. Your choices are you can do nothing. And trust me, things will probably not change. They'll probably get worse. And you can do that. You can take advantage of my free stuff like this webinar and the videos that I have. And that's cool right? That's cool. You'll have to piece things together to get the complete system, right? But it can work. You can take advantage of my self-study, which has everything in it. It's comprehensive. That's a great option for many of you. Some of you, that's where you need to start. Those of you who are professionals, you want to accelerate the process. You don't want to wait for one year and six months and two and three years working on your own, starting and stopping. You're going to want to talk to me set up uh, a private assessment session, okay? We'll have links for you to do that. All right, I'm gonna just go ahead and start to take some questions here. And I set this up so that uh, we can go till 12.15 or 12.30. It's 12.05 now. 
and I'll run the live video here for just a little longer as I answer some of, of your questions, okay? And then, and then we'll cut that off. So let me just go back, check out some of the questions. Okay, so one person said that uh, I start on certain words more while talking to strangers. Okay. So this happens a lot. This happens a lot. There are certain situations, certain people, certain types of people where people tend to struggle with their speech more. Often it's strangers or someone in a position of authority or someone that you think is in a position of authority. This happens often. And what you have to do is you have to kind of desensitize yourself to that. And you focus on the single skill, the single technique while you're speaking to them. You don't let yourself think about their judgment of you. It's all about focus and practice. So if you start thinking about, ooh, I wonder what they're thinking about me. I hope I don't get stuck and then it'll be embarrassing. Or, ooh, if I don't say this or if I get stuck while I'm giving this presentation or I'm on this call, then what will they think? You just focus on that single technique every single day. You keep your mind on that. You keep your mind on Vic value. Am I saying something of value to this person? Is this having an impact? Is this clear? These are all positive. You focus on your model. How would my model say this? How does my model speak? Have you been practicing speaking like your model? You think about your model. So you keep your focus on the way you want to speak and off of all the other stuff. So the strangers, initially, you focus on these things. And what happens is you desensitize yourself to, oh, I'm talking with a stranger and then your brain says, oh, this is a stranger. This is a person in authority. And that means you're going to get stuck. You change that paradigm, right? You change that memory. So one of the things you have to do is put yourself in a situation where you talk to more strangers. And initially, it may not go well, but eventually it does, right? Initially, it may go well, but you have to keep doing it, focusing on these techniques, okay? So I hope I addressed your question there. All right. Uh, let's see what else we have. All right, we have people from France, okay? Nigeria, awesome. All right, certain words, cluster of words you have difficulties with. Okay, I'm just reading this. Um, this is about practicing these situations over and over to be more at ease, less conscious about how we may speak, more about what we basically be more at ease, not in your head. Okay, so basically, this is someone that there's certain words that they tend to get stuck on, right? This happens to virtually everyone who stutters, virtually, not everyone. Certain words, certain letters, sometimes it's a name, sometimes it's just certain letters that you have to say, or certain words. And so what this is about is becoming less conscious of those words, having less of a focus on those words, and focusing on something else, something more constructive, more positive, like the technique, the exercise, right? Like Vic, like the technique, like your model focusing on those things and speaking while not thinking or speaking while you think. You focus on doing that. You train yourself to do that. And what happens is you don't even see the words anymore. Remember when we wrote this? How do you blend your words? Well, what happens is as you begin speaking this way and you develop a flow and a rhythm to your speech, you stop seeing the words. I don't see words right now. I'm not even thinking about words. I'm just communicating a message and an idea. 
I don't think about words at all. Are there times where I get stuck? Absolutely. Then you have your tools that you pull out. You use the tool and you keep going. It's like going over a bump in the road. You don't stop and back up and think about them. You just go over the bump and you keep going, right? Same thing. So the words just disappear. That's why you want to develop this smoother, free-flowing way of speaking so the words disappear, okay? So that's how you take care of that. How long should you practice each day? All right, let me uh, just back up a little bit. How many times should you do each exercise? You know, that's up to you. Not going to give you a number. You practice as often and as many times as you have time. You can practice this several times a day. You can run through each one of these phases several times. Once is probably not enough. Do it several times. Do it at multiple times throughout the day. Okay. So I'm not going to give you a certain number. Just practice it often, every single day. If you have a memorized speech, how do you not think about what you're going to say? Aha, great question. I don't memorize speeches. I don't recommend memorizing speeches. What I, me- what I recommend is internalizing your speech. That means you create an outline. You practice it. In my proactive presentation system, I have a structured process that you go through. There's four phases all together. The first three have to do with anticipating, preparing, practicing, and then there's presenting. And in these first three phases, you're actually going over what you want to say over and over and over again so that you've internalized it and you don't you didn't memorize it. So what ends up happening is you end up communicating exactly what you want to communicate with the freedom and flexibility to change the way you say it a little bit, right? So you're not like, okay, I memorized this. If I don't say this word, then oh, I left that out. Or if I have to say this word but I get stuck, then I'm gonna have a problem. If you don't memorize it, but you practice it using everything, then you're flexible and you're free. As long as you're communicating the idea, right, you're getting the message across, you're not stuck to, right? You're not stuck to that the one word or those words or those phrases. So, so I don't recommend ever memorizing only when you're doing modeling practice. When you're doing modeling practice initially, I do have people memorize exact words so that they can prove to themselves that they can say everything they want to say smoothly and clearly and confidently. But when you're doing your own presentations, you don't memorize the words, you internalize it. Okay, so I hope that I addressed that. Uh, how to plan or practice these techniques every day, any routine to follow. So in the Pro90 speech system, I have a daily routine set up. Uh, if you don't have that system, then you want to get it because the routine is there. It says, get up in the morning, do this, listen to this, practice this, spend about this much time practicing this, and then make sure that you go out and you use these techniques when you speak with everyone. So there's a daily routine set up there. So in terms of how should you create a daily routine, it's in the Pro 90D speech system. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Why does stuttering occur when you say your name? Your name is Jacob. Hey, Jacob, how are you, man? I hope that you're still here. Um, So this often happens when we have to say something that's very, very important, like our name, right? Or an important word, and the brain focuses. And it's also a matter of, of memory. You have so many memories of not being able to say your name that when you even think about introducing yourself, Many, many, I want to say most 
but I'm not going to say most, but I'll say many of my clients struggle with this. And we have some very specific techniques that have to do with airflow linking that helps you get your name out. Uh, one thing that I'll tell you is that you simply have to practice it, right? You have to get out there and introduce yourself more. There's no way around that. But technique-wise, there are some ways that you can introduce yourself using airflow linking that allows you to get that air flowing first. And once you get the air flowing, you blend your name with the words that come before it. So you simply do not try to say your name by itself. There's almost no situation, even if everyone's just saying, Jacob, Michael, Johnny, you can say, oh, my name is Jacob. I'm Johnny. Right. You can say something before. It, and there's people that introduce themselves all kinds of different ways. There's nothing wrong with it. So what if you're the only one that does that? There's no one's going to kill you for it. Right. So you learn to get the air flowing. You use some introductory words to get your name out. This may be temporary. Right. So once you've learned to get your name out using some introductory words and blending it, then your brain has is now starting to create a memory of you being able to say your name smoothly. It takes the pressure off. It takes the focus off. And then someone asks you your name, you say, oh, Jacob, Michael, right? Because you're not thinking it's not, it's no longer a problem. You don't think about it. But when it's a problem, you need to use a strategy or a technique to be able to get it out to start creating those. So it's strategic. Someone says, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. Just use this technique. If you, if you practice the right way, a therapist or someone else might say, if you practice the right way, you can get your name out. And that may work. But when you get under pressure, that may not work, right? And you're under pressure, it may not work. So what do you have to do? Well, you trick your brain. You strategically learn to say your name in a certain way. And then once your brain stops focusing on saying your name, then perhaps you can just say your name by itself without using any techniques, without using any introductory words. Does that make sense? So strategic, I'm not saying you have to say your name like that forever. It's for a strategic reason, a strategic amount of time. Okay. So I hope that I addressed that question. How do you overcome anxiety while you start to speak? Okay. So this is uh, great. Um, how do you overcome anxiety? So there are lots of different things that you want to do. I have this program called how to relax. You want to go and, uh, Check it out. I'll actually put a link to it. And there you can learn how to relax yourself down. So learning to relax is not just something that you do just when you're speaking, but it has to become a, a lifestyle. So if you're drinking lots of caffeine, if you're not getting enough rest and exercise, if you are constantly rushing, then you're probably going to be pretty anxious. So you're going to want to learn how to slow everything down in your entire life. Make sure you're getting enough rest. Make sure you're not drinking lots of caffeine and lots of sugary stuff. And just learn to slow everything down. Also learning to breathe, learning to start slower. All of these things can help you. Finally, you have to actually put yourself in high pressure situations so that you can desensitize yourself so you can learn how to be relaxed in high pressure situations. Does that make sense? So you have all these things that you can do then you have to put yourself in a situation and use them. And then finally, you start to get used to There's no way around that, right? All right. Every time I watch your videos, I focus on talking slowly and articulate while I speak smoothly and confidently. What is the one technique that you can give to maintain this thought every time? Wonderful. So 
This comes down to you creating a daily routine. Remember, someone asked about what's the daily routine. Again, it's in the program. It's in the program. If you're if you're not able to be consistent with the program, then you want to look at coaching, right, to help you be consistent. But you want to create a daily routine that helps you turn those skills, that focus, into habit. It helps you make it automatic. Does that make sense? So you can you can focus on it once or twice or for a week or for a few days and then it slips away again. You have to focus on it every day, every time you speak to turn it into a habit. You take a skill and you develop that skill, you master that skill, you take a behavior and you repeat it over and over until it becomes a pattern or a habit. So you have to do it all the time, every day with everyone. Then it becomes a habit. Okay. Good. When I give a presentation, I get nervous when someone asks me a question, I lose composure and start to stutter. Yes, this happens to a lot of people, even people who don't stutter. All right. Uh, I'm going to answer this question, then I'm going to cut off the live and, and the recording and then answer a few more questions. Okay. So, in fact, I'll answer this question and one more live. So, what happens then is you're giving a presentation, many people get a little nervous. You want to focus on that VIC that I told you about, value, impact, clarity. You want to make sure you've prepared, that you've internalized it. This is in the proactive presentation system. So you prepare, you prepare, you prepare, you practice. You make sure that you're using your skills every day in regular conversations. So when you need them in high-pressure situations, they're there for you to access. If you're not using them every day and you need to access them high-pressure, chances are it's not going to work, right? You might still be nervous. You might still be anxious, but you will be able to control the way that you speak. So when you're presenting, you focus on the message. You focus on what you want to communicate. Someone asks you a question, for example, here's something very specific. They ask you a question. You pause. Take a breath. That's a great question. Thank you. So you're asking me this, and you kind of summarize the question. If you know the answer, and you say, okay, Here's what I believe to be the answer. Um, I want to share with you two things that you can do, or here are two responses to your question. Number one, right? Sometimes you pause, take a breath, and then you just start speaking. You kind of know what the answer is. You just start speaking slowly. So pausing, taking a breath, starting out slow, repeating the question, summarizing it, and then you go into it slow and you start to articulate your thoughts. Okay, that's one technique. If you're prepared, you've practiced, and you do these things, you'll find that you'll be able to field questions more calmly, more relaxed, more clearly. All right, I'm going to take one more question live, then I'll take some other questions kind of offline as well. Uh, if you're in a high-level technical environment, you have to communicate your ideas. You have to think about the words. What do you recommend in regards to free flow? Okay, so many the vast majority of the people I work with, vast majority of them have been in highly technical environments. They're software engineers. They are, they work with data. I have people that work in accounting. They work with numbers. So many of the people that I work with deal with technical stuff, right? We're not talking about the stuff I'm talking about now. We're talking about technical stuff. And in fact, if you have to think about the words, remember with free flow speaking, you can speak while thinking, 
right? So there'll be times when you're speaking and you can think while you're speaking. How do you do that? You slow down, you slow down, you structure your responses. What structure am I talking about? It's in the Pro 90 speech system. There's a way that you can structure using categories and numbers. Well, there are three ways we can handle this. There are two ways we can handle it. So you have a structure, a framework for giving your answers. You slow down, you take a few more pauses, you make sure that you breathe, and this will allow you to think while you're speaking. But in fact, there will be many times where you'll have the information already in there and you won't have to really think about it. You know it, you know the information. Those are times where you can speak and not think about the words because you know the words, okay? So yes, if you have to think about the words, you slow down, take a few more pauses. You have a framework. But don't think that you, that you can't deliver technical information and not think because you can, right? You can, and I've worked with hundreds of people who have and can deliver technical data data that they already have, information that they already know, and they really don't have to think about it. It just comes natural. So you can do both, right? You can do both. When you need to think about the words, you can, right? You think while you're speaking, but when you don't, you think, I mean, you speak without. The thing is, when you're practicing a free flow, you may have uh, data that you need to deliver or presentations. So what do you do? You practice this free flow conversations. You practice delivering that data so that you start flowing with it, okay? So that's how you can use this exercise to deliver those kinds of presentations, highly technical presentations. You practice it using free flow. And all of a sudden, your brain begins to retrain or rewire itself where you start flowing and giving technical data and technical information, and it just seems to stream, right? It just goes a lot smoother, okay? So I hope that I address that. All right, give me just a moment.